You you smoke cigars, bro? Nah, man. I I've never smoked a cigar. You guys, I've seen people look. Everybody looks badass smoking a cigar, and I'm just like, man, like I don't know if I. I'm not gonna be one of those people. I'm just just gonna be. I'm just gonna be smoking the cigar. Like I'm not gonna look badass. There's no. There's no explosions behind me. Like (laughs) you don't have like a giant gun that's just like in your lap. I'm not. I'm not gonna mutate into fucking John Wick or anything. But (laughs) right. Right. Most Whoa. of this is gonna make it in the episode. <laughs> yeah, this, this is the cold open. <laughs> yes, yeah, <is> cold open. <laughs> so, so this is what we're doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> I've had two cocktails already. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That's what I'm talking about. What What are you drinking? Oh, I just. Oh, I'm I'm bougie. I had uh, what an amaretto sour. Like it's nothing. I'm not even sure what that is. To be honest, <laughs> is it good? Uh, Oh yeah, dude. If you like um Amaretto's got like a like a hazelnut like cherry liqueur flavor. I love Di Serono, but that makes me sound like a snob. So <laughs> I've never even heard that word. So Bro, yeah. it's Italian, it's Italian liquor. Like like back in the day in like middle school and high school, I would see the commercials for Di Serono. Di Serono and ginger ale. Di Serono and 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 oh, uh, cranberry. Okay. No, like, that kind of brought it back for me. Yeah. Like over ice and they pour it and it's all like the slow-mo splash and it hits the glass and it's like, oh, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I realized this Serrano's 50 bucks a bottle and I'm like, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You have a long <laughs> night on one of those. It's going to oh, be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, I need to sip this real slow. Right. Oh. I'm going to water this shit down. Yeah, I'm, doing, like, I'm doing a four to one ratio. It's mostly oh, yeah. water. It's Yeah. It's like, how big is that ice cube? Just, just don't, just don't worry about it. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is Day Drinking with Dougie. It's the podcast. Oh, oh you, dope. You are the first, the first guest I'm having. So Ooh. yeah, this is a big deal. Oh, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, am I, am I saying your, your real name here? Uh, You can, it, it doesn't matter. This is Morris motherfucking Mets. <laughs> <laughs> this is we we were super close in middle school gym class. Yeah. Our our spots were right next to each other in gym class. Yeah. We had a lot of good times, a lot of good laughs, oh, man. Dude, dude. We we we've you know uh, I hate to say drifted apart because it sounds negative, but it's not right. like it's not of any malicious intent. It's just you had your path and I had my path. You know. Yeah, like it's we we did so much dumb shit in middle school <laughs> it was you you remember uh i'm i was mad at you for this for a long time but i you know got over it because we were dumb kids remember we were playing in a locker room and you like slammed my locker shut and they tell you not to reach into the holes in the locker and i reached in and i sliced my finger in half you remember that oh no i don't dude you don't remember that no so like remember the lockers had like the weird like teardrop holes to for you know to to get the stink out and shit. Right, yeah. And we were like running back there and like you were like, oh, I'm gonna slam your locker because I didn't want to put the combination in because I was late. We were late for class. <laughs> and you slam my shit, and I like like as you moved to slam it, I reached in. The locker didn't even close all the way because I know you were playing with me, but not I was I reached oh. in, 
I pulled and it like sliced into my finger, like back, and there's blood everywhere, dude. Oh no! How Mr. Ingram was this? pissed. Oh man, Mr. Ingram was pissed. It, well, look, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I don't remember that. That's insane. Dude. I have oh, no, no memory of that. I am cursed with a, a memory, so like, don't even like. I've I've had a few drinks and I I'm clear as day, man. Like, dude, that's insane. I have zero memory of that. <laughs> Dude. I I fully apologize. <laughs> no, you're had good. Any you're sleepless good. nights. It is my fault. <laughs> you can uh, now move forward with a happy life. Right. I I I I I laid that to rest. <laughs> okay. Good. Thank God. No, because I I do remember a time in middle school yeah. going into the locker room, and I remember we lost a, a game. I can't remember what game we were playing, yeah. and and I remember. I didn't realize that you were as close to me as you were. And I remember blaming you for our team losing whatever game we were playing. Yeah. 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 And then I turned around and there's Morris. Morris is right next to me. And I I tried to play it off. I was like, Oh, you know, I'm just kidding. And then you started screaming at me. Oh, dude. (laughs) I was not dude. Middle school and high school were some of like, just, I don't mean to bring the mood down, but like, it was, just trauma and like bad stuff going on at home. And I was just like, man, like school, like at school, I could be myself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't even know who I was back then. I could be, I could try to be whoever that person was. And then at home I had to like, you know, hold it in, but. Right. No. And, and this is one of the topics I want to get to, because I think you were one of the people in school that were most like yourself, seemingly so at least. Yeah. And, and because you always had your your group of people that you're you're friendly with and everything. I don't know how close you guys were like as friends, but you you seem to be friendly with a lot of people in school. Like as as far as your core group went, it looked like you know four or five of you guys that were real close and had a lot of um, common interests and stuff. As far as gaming went or dancing or yeah you know, whatever the situation was. And that's, that's one thing. That's why when I saw you making the moves that you were making on social media with your, um, your fitness routines and your, your streaming and stuff like that. That's why I reached out to you and was like, Hey dude, we, we gotta, we gotta do this. Like we've obviously got to record a podcast because I have I admired you from afar, just kind of watching you just be yourself over so many years. And I was like, as soon as I saw you doing the social media thing, I was like, Oh yeah, of course. Like this, (laughs) it's, it's only natural because this dude's been fucking killing it for the better part of 15 years or so. However, however old we are. So yeah, you, I that I appreciate that because that's when you're when you're when you're in it, you don't see who's watching. You're just kind of like you're you're going through it. You're doing your thing. You're like, oh, man, this sucks. This is hard. Why am I doing this? What is going on? Right. And the wildest thing that I'm going to I'm about to blow your mind. I am not a people person. I am not an extrovert by any means. Right, right. I I. I used, I heard this term somewhere. I'm an extroverted introvert. Okay. I have a battery, right? I have a people battery. As soon yeah. as that battery's done, don't talk to me. I'm yeah. crashed, whatever, like, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> don't, don't talk to me. Um, but back in the day, like I was, I was, I don't mean to like make it like this wild sob story, but I was just sick of being like the chubby 
you know, black kid who spoke like this. Like, this is my normal voice. Like, I'm from the middle of Kansas with the flattest accent. My parents are from the East Coast. So every now and again, like, Eastern slash, like, Southern will kick in. You got a little twang to it. Attention. Yeah, a little twang will just be like, what's up? And then it'll go away. <laughs> but, like, I just, I don't know. I just, I fostered, you know, a little circle of nerds. And we just started doing whatever we wanted because we knew nobody gave a shit about us. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> it's it's interesting to see that that perspective because you know, I'll speak for me. I'm not going to speak for anybody else, but you know, look at looking at you going up on stage for talent shows and stuff yeah. like that. If I'm 30 years old now, I could if I even thought about getting on stage in front of, I would pass the fuck out. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my knees would buckle i would hit the floor i'd wake up 12 minutes later trying to figure out what the fuck happened yeah, right. and you were doing this like at a young age and you're like not only are you getting on stage in front of other people whereas i couldn't get in front of a classroom to do a class project you yeah. were getting in uh, on a stage in front of the entire school and then dancing right like yeah. it's such a bizarre thing to see especially when you say that you know you're an introverted person and stuff like that and you're like fuck it i'm gonna do it you know you know get back on my box for a second uh (laughs) i was it this this story is gonna come back full circle so just ride with me right for sure i was a huge 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 michael jackson fan for Really long time. I'm still a fan, but I'm not like an extremist. I mean, he passed away when we graduated high school and that was like the wildest. That was crazy seeing that. But I admired him and I knew that like all he did was practice and practice and practice. And I knew he was a child of abuse, like an abusive family as well. So that kind of stuck with me. And I, even before you and I met, I would emulate his moves and I like, self-taught myself how to do the moonwalk because my parents had a vhs tape of him doing the moonwalk the first time at motown like that huge event where he does it to billy jean he just like he like stops singing just puts his mic down and just does it like it's it there's no like place for it he just like whoo and he right the stage and that was <laughs> yeah. it and it blew people's minds yeah but like the thing that got me into dancing was this old like uh this old uh I mean, I guess they call it EDM now, electronic dance music, but it was like techno back then still in the early 2000s. Right. It was uh, Days Go By by Dirty Vegas. Not familiar. This, I'm about to tell you, it was this European group. Uh, They're like sitting at like a, like the American version of the videos, this dude pulls up at a stoplight and it turns red. And then he sees this like old black dude walking with, a cardboard box like you know how like the break dances old b-boys used to do and he puts the cardboard box down he puts his beat this boom box down and he just starts dancing he starts popping and locking and like i was i was sitting next to my mom the first time i saw this video and i was like what is he doing because that is nuts like that is insane that was the coolest shit i'd ever seen in my life like i like i was 10 and i was right. you know i'm pretty sure it came out in 2000 2000 or 02 whatever and it blew my mind she's like oh it's break dancing or he's popping or he's locking or whatever and youtube wasn't a thing so i had to like right. research like i legitimately had to like dig i was going through like encyclopedias and shit weird ass websites and shit we- like weird ass putting viruses on my computer and shit yeah. <laughs> and i just i just went at it over and over again and then 
um, uh, it like out of everything that happened in my life, I only had two things that were mine. You know, it was playing video games and dancing because you, you couldn't take that away from me. Like, right. you know, in middle school, of course, you know, guys, you go through the change. I was a singer. Like I wanted to be a singer for a really long time. And then, you know, my voice cracked and like stuff was weird and <laughs> so I gave up singing for dancing and it just kind of worked. Like, I don't like, I just, I, oh man. <laughs> is is dancing still like an outlet for you? Um, I mean, you know, we're 30, so we're not like old but like you can tell like oh i can't do that anymore we're right? not as limber right yeah i mean i'm still trying to be as in shape as i can but like i've definitely like i i used to live for you know the all-night skates and the, the oh, town yeah. shows and like oh yeah. man mo's coming da, 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 da. I'm yeah. Like, yeah i'm doing it whatever like i used to live for that you know it was like this little little pocket of fame right in our small town <laughs> right right no for yeah. sure you for know sure. and I, it was just, that was me. That was who I was. That was like, you, you can, you can be better at me in math. You can be better at me in anything else, but like, I have this thing and this is mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. You're definitely a talented individual and any, anytime that there was a, um, a, a, a circle of something happening, whether it's, you know, when you remember when like your mama was on TV. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. And oh, so man. anything from cracking like your mama jokes in a circle or beatboxing in a circle, you were there. You were a part of the circle and more than likely you were kind of centered in that circle. If somebody if somebody had like a good routine or something like that, they would almost certainly look in your direction for approval. Like, hey, yeah. did you see what I did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, that, and yeah. one of one of my earliest memories of you was standing on um outside it was it was cold as hell outside of middle school and it must have been like 33 degrees because i think 32 and below you had to go inside so it yeah. but it was like damn near freezing yeah like the windshield was probably like wild that day yeah yeah, I yeah think, dude, it I was think I, I think i know what day you're talking about it was stupid cold outside we were standing out there and i said something to you about beatboxing and you you said have you ever heard somebody talk while beatboxing and i said no that's not a thing <laughs> And then you did, you, you, you said, and I don't remember what you said in the sentence, but you said a, you said a full sentence in the middle of beatboxing, like you incorporated it in. Yeah. And then when you finished, you just kind of looked at me and then walked away. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, that was probably the illest shit I'm ever going to see. Like that it was, it was fucking phenomenal. Now, now I'm feeling like the asshole. Like, oh my god! <laughs> no, no, it was just like you were like, "Here's my talent. Deal with it. I'm gone." <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I was not. Oh man! I was not a nice dude. It was. It was probably one of the most impressive things that I saw during our middle school stint. Like, it was amazing. Oh man! Thanks. I haven't done that in so long. <laughs> I don't know how you did it then. I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I was like, did he just talk while making music? I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't even have the mental capacity to appreciate what just happened in front of my face. And then you walked away. I was like, all right, this <laughs> cool. I was like, that was the craziest shit ever. So you're you're streaming um, 
mm. with, with video games and, and stuff like that. What it, that's fairly new, correct? Yeah, it's I I started doing that about it's we're in July, about to go to August. I started that. Oh my gosh, like February or March of last year, like right before the plague hit, I think. Oh wow. Or right like during, yeah. Uh, it's still a relatively young channel. Uh, and I'm I'm definitely still learning how to do stuff, but yeah, I um I originally. I was digging through my old stuff and I had like just a bunch of stuff I had in like random boxes and bins in my apartment. Yeah. And like my old PlayStation one demo discs just like fell in my lap. Like, like, you know how, uh, like Jumanji like fell out of a closet or whatever. Right, the kids right. were like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, because my dad was stingy growing up, I didn't have like full games on my PlayStation, but I would get demos in the mail with the magazine, like once a month with a subscription. Right, right. And it would have between like four and 10 games on there. And it was just like a little snippet of the game. So I was like, you know what? Let me make a channel that kind of goes through that, like a, like a history vault or like a time capsule or something, you know? Yeah. And then just, it kind of went from there because it was like, oh, like I like playing older games and all these kids today don't understand like where it all came from or like why gaming is as big as it is now. Granted, we're not playing like the original games from like the 70s and 80s, right. but, it, <laughs> but it's but it's still like fascinating to see the difference between like Mortal Kombat 1 and like oh yeah mk11 and you're like we came so far you know yeah yeah you go from fighting stick figures essentially to like yeah you have these like characters that are almost living amongst yeah. us yeah like, it's the most bizarre thing mm-hmm. here here in uh wichita we have this place um it's a it's a great name it's called the arcade <laughs> like that that's oh, the name oh of God, this place it's <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> the actual name of this place like that that's as far as they took it and um you go in there and you pay like seven bucks i think and you play all these old cabinet arcade games okay Un- unlimited and yeah. so I, I i took my my kids there my my older two or 11 and 12 okay and, um, and we were just playing like all these old games and you know mortal Kombat and stuff like that and it was, yeah it, it was the most insane thing and they were like pointing out video games like daddy have you ever seen this i'm like yeah, dude i grew up on this what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> i was there i You're was right. there <laughs> i was on the forefront of this movement you're right remember when that came out yeah and my my uh my middle son he one of his friends let him borrow a bunch of uh games and stuff like that and one of the ones he he brought to me the other day, he's he said, "Daddy, have you ever heard of Spyro? Spyro the Dragon?" I was like, "What? <laughs> yes, you know I have. I, I used to get the demo from Pizza Hut for reading Dude, books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I have it. I have it in my room right now. <laughs> like, it's crazy. They, uh, they, I mean, but they're not going to know where these games right. stem from. You know, if, yeah. to the best of their knowledge, these these video games started when they were born." right like you know? they don't they don't like that that kills me because i've got younger co-workers and then when i worked retail i would make a joke about like something and they'd be like what the hell is that like mo what the fuck like you know you know right yeah or uh 
the remasters for those games came out and like you play the remaster and it's like beautiful and you like you know spirals fire looks real and like you know yeah. there's the walls and shit and you're like man that's that rock looks really good right and then like you play the original and you're like ooh this is seven pixels like this right. is, <laughs> like you're like ooh, ooh. the edge it just buddy. looks like everything's made out of legos and- right <laughs> i like i remember uh I uh, I saw like the trailer where they showed like the original and then it like morphs into the new one. Oh yeah. And I didn't realize Spyro's fire has like a triangle like pyramid like tip on the end. Like they had to they had to try to like make the shape of the fire, but the new right. one it's like flame. And you're yeah. like, holy shit, like this is crazy. Yeah, it's just, like clean, crisp edges yeah. on everything. Yeah. Like, it's it's yeah. so bizarre to even like <clears throat> First of all, it's wild that it's 2021 already. I, yeah, I, I refuse Holy to crap. accept that, dude. But you think 20 years ago, the the technology that, that we had back then, and you would play a video game 20 years ago, and you're like, "This looks so real." And now you look yeah. back on it, and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, <laughs> I remember vividly telling my sister, like, "Oh, you see this cutscene? Games are gonna look like that all the time one day." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is wild. Oh man, so, yeah. So was the the genesis of your streaming a result of the the pandemic, or were you, you know, working on it, it was, to begin with? It was the the thought was there, but it was like one of those goofy, like, huh, I'll make a channel. Huh? Like, like <laughs> it wasn't anything serious. And I follow, I mean, I follow streamers, I follow let's players, you know, people who do gaming news, workout news, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I kept hearing about people on the East Coast and like bigger cities and the West Coast and stuff like that. And I realized like the Midwest doesn't have, I mean, you don't hear about it. I'm sure there's more stuff in like Kansas City area and stuff, but the inception of GGE was more like, okay, I enjoy playing video games. I'm an adult. (laughs) I should be able to play them whenever I want. And then I realized like all of my interests could kind of swirl together. And it was a matter of like, okay, the stereotype of a person who plays video games is that what they're out of shape. They think they know everything, you know, right, right. Um, they don't take care of themselves, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? Like I'm a nerd. I've been playing video games for I'm 30, 27 years. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like I have the knowledge of gaming and then I remembered working out in high school, you know, and then off and on ever since. And then very seriously recently. Yeah. So it's like, why can't I just combine all of these things together? And uh, the boom of the energy drink. Um, what when Red, you remember when Red Bull came out? We were like 12, 13. Oh, vaguely. Very vaguely. Uh, that I mean, that was when it boomed. And then um, that other drink, it was like Red Bull and Balls, B-A-W-L-S. That, yeah, I remember that one for sure. Um, that's still a thing, even though I can't find a bottle locally. I, I've seen them like every now and again, but yeah. Yeah. If I come across um, one, I'm sending one your way. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'll rate <laughs> it on the show because I need to. Uh, yeah, I got you. Oh, man, we we're drinking energy drinks at 12. How How do we still function? I don't know. We should have powered down years ago. Oh, bro. <laughs> I like the way you put that. We should have powered down. Not wide power. We should have powered down. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but taste testing energy drinks and letting people know, oh, this is just sugar. This tastes like shit, you know? Yeah. Um, 
it just it made sense to me. And my my co-host uh, Ramar, aka RJ, aka Happy Splashes, he's on board with it too, and he's you know adding his expertise. But you know, I do what I can with the show, and then um, our editor. Uh, I don't. I don't. Did you meet Emilio? I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, super skinny, slick back hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure, for sure. <laughs> um, he's uh my editor. He reached out to me actually, and that was the wildest thing ever. Like he was always such a nice guy. Oh, dude, yeah, I've known him since elementary school. Always super nice guy. He used to yeah. be kind of shy back in the day, but he's you know he's you know yeah, everybody. You- you rj emilio like it like all of you guys are super nice people like super genuine people you know and it's funny when you said emilio i was like like that's why i was like super skinny like not like meaning anything but like no no it's that's that's literally his physical description yes (laughs) like it's just like a picture flashed in my head i was like oh yeah i just remember him being skinny with slick back hair like (laughs) i didn't know how else to describe it I mean, we're, you know, when you get older, like your body like fills out, but he's still like slender, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm such a horrible host. Yes. So (laughs) your, your, your Facebook and, um, is Twitch the same thing? The GG? Uh, yeah, it's, um, we're on platforms, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. All of which is gains, games, and energy drinks. Games gains and energy drinks gge yeah i guess it should have been gged but like it didn't sound right (laughs) right (laughs) yeah yeah so so that so with the the video games and then the gains g-a-i-n-s yeah is the um physical aspect your weightlifting and stuff like that and yeah and which you have been Dude, I've been watching you on Facebook and stuff. And I even reached out before I decided to start this podcast. And I tried to reach out to you and tell you, like, dude, you are fucking killing it. Right. Dude. And you have been. I did when I first noticed your page, and I don't know how I noticed it, if you promoted it on your personal page or or what it was, or if the algorithm just picked up on it and showed it to me. But mm-hmm. from the time that I first started watching and where you are now, I'm like, good God, like this dude. <laughs> just getting after it dude i just you know it's goes back to old trauma just a lot of a lot of weight issues growing up uh i'll account it to body dysmorphia because again i don't want to bring the mood down Uh, (laughs) you're fine dude talk about whatever uh, it's it you know i remember being in really good shape in high school and then when i was doing martial arts and fighting I was in insane shape. I was walking around what I'm five, seven. I was walking around. I fought at 140. Okay. That's a, that's the lightest my adult body has ever been. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, holy crap. Like I, Ooh, man, I had like, I had abs and it was, I was ripped. I wasn't ripped. I was ripped. The, the roll, man. Oh man. Um, but I just, I learned that I don't function very well when I don't work out. Right, right. It definitely helps the negative uh, chemicals in my brain. Yes, from arising. Sure. I mean, it's. I'm I'm studying kinesiology. I went back to school and I'm studying kinesiology. And that's congratulations, another, man. Like, thank you, man. That's amazing. Um, and that's 
that's my focus is like, okay, you can play video games. You can enjoy this pastime, hobby, lifestyle, whatever word you want to use. And you can still exercise. You can still be, you don't, you don't have to be like Terry Crews ripped, you know, tech pops, (laughs) whatever. Yeah. But you can still be a highly functional person and enjoy these things. And that's, that's my focus. That's the, the swirl. Uh, that's the second G's, the gains, getting in the gym, vlogging it, making it um, known that it's accessible to everyone because everyone want like people like, OK, I want to work out. And then they see like the freaking Hercules or the like Adonis like ripped dude. And then they're immediately turned off from it or like, yeah, you know, it's 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 real easy to get in your own head. Yeah, for sure. You you could definitely get discouraged by seeing somebody that's, you know, has had the past 20 years of sculpting whatever the whatever their goal was. Mm-hmm. And then you see that and you're like, I'll never get there. And it's like with what? that mentality. No, you, you won't. You got to you got to switch it up. You got to go for short term goals, yeah. you know, get through your first workout. See how you feel. Yeah. get through your second see how you feel get through yeah. the first week see how you feel you know yeah. it is definitely a staircase of things that you got to get to right you know? and and i've i've watched you do that on social media where you started off and you're like i'm gonna do this thing and then now i see your consistency is yeah. every like it seems like every day you know not only are you consistent with like keeping up with your social media and you're you're super relevant on your social media and stuff like that by keeping people up to date on what you're doing what 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 your what your muscle group is for the day but your progress when you were showing your your um your bodybuilder um uh-huh. uh, what, what's a it's a it's a I think the term is like a lat spread, like your latissimus muscles, the big yes. muscles next to your spine on the sides, yeah. under yeah. your uh, shoulder, but scapula. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like learning how to do that. Not because I want to be a bodybuilder, but because I can see the progress. Yeah. And that's huge. When you start seeing progress, like there's yeah. no, like there are very few drugs on this planet that are going to match that. You know exactly. what I mean? When you exactly. start seeing that progress, you're like, oh my God. So I'm doing the right thing. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's it's definitely a, a a very delicate balance of trying, you know, it, your your nutrition is huge. Mm-hmm. You know, people always say abs aren't built in the gym, they're built in the kitchen. You know, yeah. having having your nutrition be where it needs to be, lifting the weights, having the discipline and you know, the the cardio, like there's so many different things that go into these things. And you've been so consistent over such a spread out amount of time. And then people, and that's why I reached out to you, you know, so long ago. And I was like, I was like, dude, don't stop doing what you're doing because somebody is watching you, you know, and I know that you're doing this for you, but somebody's watching you. They may not reach out to you, but somebody's watching you and you're encouraging somebody else to do something for themselves that may alter the path of their life on such a tremendous level that you'll never even understand. And that's why it felt so important for me to reach out to you and, and kind of, you know, cause I didn't want you to get discouraged because if yeah. you got discouraged, then somebody else would get discouraged if you just stopped posting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, Morris is fucking killing it. Let me, I got to tell him. Cause if nobody else is, at least let me be the guy to tell them. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I like that. It, it's, I gotta find words now. Uh, it's, <laughs> It's, 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 it makes me feel like, like, I know I'm doing this for myself and I know, like, if I don't do this, like, I'm gonna, I, I genuinely feel like I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah. 
Um, but like knowing that people are like, yeah, man, like you helped me get back in the gym or yeah, like that's really cool. Or like, oh, what do you do on Wednesdays in the morning right. or like stuff <laughs> like that? You know, it's 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 it makes me feel like I'm doing something correct. Like you were saying before, it makes me feel like I am on this path and this is this is my journey. This is where I'm going. This is my road. You know what I mean? Right. For sure. And uh, it's, it's taken a while. Cause you know, like I said, I used, you knew me back in high school. I used to weightlift. Yeah, uh, right. I kind of was like trying to get into a middle school and I, <laughs> I made the mistake of trying going to cross country and that was not a good time. <laughs> That's a good way to just destroy your ego. Oh man. <laughs> oh i'm such a piece of shit oh like i was still out of shape like i was i had not started any sort of fitness journey and uh do you remember coach westerhouse mr westerhouse it yeah, was him yeah. And mr ingram westerhouse ran the cross country team and it was like the tryout or they were doing a practice or something and he was like yeah you can come down it'll be fine you just gotta jog no problem of course i'm 12 13 14 like whoa yeah sure i need to get in shape right we ran from the high school to South Park, not Fifth Street Park. <laughs> yes, what? South Park. <laughs> oh my God. It went, we went the back way around Homer's Pond. For those of you listening, hold on, let me try to pull this up on Google Maps because this is wild. I'm going to guess that's roughly five, six miles, maybe. Am I in the ballpark? It, yeah. Uh, we went. Uh, like yeah, then, I, I mean from the yeah. high school to south park not yes not to mention not fifth back. street not homer's pond to south park <laughs> yeah i'm i'm saying from high school from the high uh -huh. school to south park is roughly five to six miles it, i i haven't been to junction city in a long time so I, <laughs> hold on let me uh, like i said let me try to pull it up real quick okay jchs to south park i could spell correctly come on seems like a really that is uh oh nope that is the driving distance hold on <laughs> they're like oh it's three minutes dude like no big deal <laughs> yeah i was like oh it's five minutes no problem <laughs> no uh, all right so that oh wow that's exactly two miles but we ran there stretched and then ran like this weird way back so total it was like six miles really yeah, like it was, it was, it's, it was, I mean, you, you remember up hills, down hills, yes. yeah. you know, steep stuff through like the back way around Homer's Pond where like the trees and stuff. And, I'm surprised oh. it's only two miles because my memory yeah. is like, that's a whole state away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm thinking about it right here. I live in Junction City. I'm like, that's farther than two miles. <laughs> Right. I was thinking like like maybe Junction City was just bigger back then. Yeah, right. Drinking over time. There were there were less roads. <laughs> but like like what you said, you know, because you know, Junction City High School is on what is that, Eisenhower? And yeah. A, and yeah, and yeah. that whole stretch right there is uphill, although gradual, it like it's yeah. gradual or not when you're running, this is yeah. a different ballgame. That incline, man. You start it's, to feel it. Yeah. Dude, it'll get you. Uh -huh. And even on your way back, you know, running downhill, that shit don't matter. You're already no. tired. You're wore out. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, my my pelvis hurt. <laughs> like, not my legs. Right. My whole pelvis 
my my hip flexors ev- everything hurt from like the waist down yeah it's like what do you even do for that right like what <laughs> like i i it hurts to sit it hurts to stand like <laughs> laying down is weird <laughs> yeah i just i just i yeah i was just i was just suffering for a week and the thing about it is that like that practice was like right before the team pictures oh. and i was like if i take a picture and quit <laughs> I'm in the picture. Like, I feel like an asshole. No, you make it in the yearbook. You're like, fuck yeah, right. I did that shit. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I, I, oh Mo, you're in cross country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fucking know it for for a period of time. For I definitely was. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. Yeah, and you know, like you said, the 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 trauma of um. You know, like you're you finding your your corner of, you know, dancing video games and stuff like that, helping kind of combat, you know, the the demons of whatever, whatever you were dealing with at the time. And I think this is this is where the road kind of split in our friendship, because I, I don't recall a time where I went to your house or you came to my house. I don't remember any sort of thing like that. I think we had a few adventures just walking around Junction City. I could totally see that, yeah. But, like, yeah, there was, unfortunately, I don't think there was ever a time where it was like, come to my house, come to your house, yeah. crash in my crib. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah, I I don't remember. I, I remember us being, like, you know, messaging each other on, like, Yahoo Messenger yeah. back in the day and stuff like that. Yeah. And us having, like, ongoing conversations on there, like, outside of school, but... Other than that, you know, our friendship was just mostly at school and like yeah. you beatboxing in my face and stuff. But, <laughs> <laughs> the, but it's so like as far as, you know, at home, you know, um, trauma or anything like that, I'm not familiar with yours. You're not familiar with mine. But as far as like gaming and fitness and stuff like that, that's where we kind of find ourselves you know fighting these demons and actually you know winning sometimes most of the time if you're consistent and i think that's what where a lot of people fall down with their their fitness and and stuff like that is because not only do you feel great physically like you may tear yourself apart during a workout but afterwards you got a certain weird energy that you experience and you're like i did that shit (laughs) (laughs) but those endorphins hit that gym high hits you're just like oh yeah yeah exactly Yeah. Oh, look at me. (laughs) (laughs) Most definitely. And then, you know, on a mental level for me, you know, depression has run rampant in my family Mm. for generations, right? There's not a person in my family that doesn't experience depression. And it, you know, it hits me hard. You know, I get winter blues real bad and, you know, I get all kinds of just weird depressions. I'm I'm coming out of one now where, you know, yeah. yeah and but now i know that i'm going through it and i can identify it and it, you know now let my wife know like hey you know i'm, I'm just kind of down lately you know and all that stuff and you know i told her you know a long time ago said hey if i'm acting weird tell me to go work out <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I i built a gym in my garage so that i could have that outlet to where i could if if I'm down and out, my wife would be like, Hey, I think you need to go work out. I'll go hit the weights. I'll just beat the shit out of myself and I'll come back and I'm a happier person. Do yeah. you, do you experience that same thing on a mental level? Oh, definitely. Like, um, 
RJ ha- likes to work out first thing in the morning, and I prefer morning workouts anyway. Um, and he opens at his job. So it's like, okay, we have to hit whatever we got to hit before his job, before mm-hmm. he go, before he has to get ready to go to work. So I start off my day with working out, you know, yeah. um, he likes to hit the sauna. I don't really care for it, but like, right. you know, hitting the sauna, you kind of warm up your muscles a little bit, you know, you get your stretching in or whatever. And there's like a debate between static and dynamic stretching, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Um, and then I get in the gym and I currently have a workout plan designed by my old or former Muay Thai coach's coach because he's a physical trainer now or personal trainer now. Um, and he's been pushing me in a lot more strength training versus endurance. And that is a whole other ballgame feeling the pump in your muscles, feeling the blood flow, feeling yeah. that like, oh man, I feel great or i feel like i feel active like i'm i'm like you know uh remember back in the day when you boot up a computer and it would take like 20 minutes before it turned on like (laughs) i'm like right there you know yeah that's i i love feeling that way first thing in the morning and i know that the rest of my day is gonna be pretty good even if it's a bad day i got my workout in you know what i mean yeah it's it's like it's like the saying, you know, you swallow the frog in the morning and you don't have to worry about it for the rest of the day. <laughs> you, you, you that's, know. that's a new one. I haven't heard that one. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so, so if you know that you have to swallow a frog oh. in, in, in a certain day, you get it done first thing in the morning. You don't have to worry about it. For worry the rest about of the day. it. Yeah. yeah. So so that's kind of how, you know, it, but when I was a part of a, a gym, I used to go to uh, Vasa Fitness here in, in Wichita and yeah. I got up at 4.30 in the morning and then the gym opened at five. I was there at five o'clock in the morning. I had to be to work by eight. So I had, you know, a good hour and a half where I could go work out, go home, eat some breakfast, get a shower, head into work. You know what I mean? But I also, I also work construction and all that. So, you know, I still had a long day ahead of me. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like all day long from the time I get up to the time I go to bed. It's, it's, it's nonstop now. Physical. Yeah. Yeah, now I work out, you know, when I get home from work and stuff like that and and all that just because I'm too lazy in the mornings. I'm just not a morning person. <laughs> it kills me. How do you feel about like um supplements and, and vitamins and stuff like that? Um that's that's the amazing topic now. Um I used to take a men's multi. I used to think like I was lacking stuff and I know I had to like uh find other things that weren't in my like food diet. Mm-hmm. But uh, multis, I don't really care for anymore. I, me personally, I have a protein shake. I like the plant protein over the whey protein because the milk doesn't agree with my tummy. Yeah, yeah, um, same here. And then I, I got into collagen powder, mixing that in with my protein shake, and that's helped me out. Um, a lot of collagen is usually marketed toward women for like their nails and their hair. But right, right. It helps dudes too. Like it helps everybody. <laughs> like right, it's, right. It's good for your joints. Good for your bones. Good for your skin. Like I, it it helps me retain flexibility and gain flexibility, or at least push more toward flexibility. Well, yeah, and and you know, joint health and flexibility and stuff like that is kind of the unsung hero of yeah. longevity. <laughs> oh man, yeah. You know, because 
you see a lot of people that just show up to the gym and they just, you know, throw a couple 45s on a bench press and they just start getting after it. And it's like, yeah, you, so you're just not going to warm up. You're just yeah, reckless yeah. like that. Like, yeah. what are you doing? It's like, do you want to, you want to rip your pecs in half? Is that, yeah. is that what you're <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, right. You know, and, but that is kind of the, the source of longevity is kind of that joint health, that stretching that, mm. you know, getting your heart rate up, get, getting yeah. the juices flowing and stuff like that. You know, we're, we ain't going to be young forever. No, man. (laughs) People, I tell like, and this is not trying to flex, but like I, if like most people, when they don't see my hair, cause I have, I have way more gray now. Like it's, it's salty. It's not just a little bit of salt. There's salt there with you, man. And people like, if they don't see my hair right off and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm 30. They're like, oh, bullshit. I'm like, no, like I'm 30. Like, like, don't, don't play me. Like I'll show my ID or I'll do that or whatever. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And it's, you know, they're like, oh, you look like you're 20. Or if I shave, I still look like I'm 16. Like, it's sad. It's yeah. so sad. No, I can see it. You're holding up, man. You're you're dude, beating time right now. Dude, don't don't tell time that. Don't <laughs> You are whooping time's ass right now. <laughs> I, wish, I wish. It was so funny. I was, I was getting out of the shower the other day after work. And, like, right here in this area, I got, like, this thick-ass gray hair in my beard. And I went out into the living room. I told my wife, I was like, look at this shit. <laughs> I was like, look at this. But like my sideburns and everything, like got all this weird gray in it. Yeah. And it's like, and it's so unruly and it's like sticks straight out. I'm like, uh-huh. it's just like times like, hey, fuck you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. So I, I, I have long nose hairs and it drives me crazy. Right. Like I got cursed with that. And I had my first like white nose hair. And it was just like, it was just like way out of my nose. And I was like, bro. <laughs> Such a sobering experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm buying a trimmer now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. like, I was just, I'm done. It's like time is behind you, just creeping up, just yeah. ready to grab your shoulder it's, it's, from behind. It's, it's the, you know, the. Yeah. <laughs> it's, the most re- it's the most ridiculous shit. Oh, yeah, I, did, I was doing a lot of um, like protein powders and stuff like that, working out yeah. and. And stuff like that. But like what you said, whey protein is who is yeah. rough on me. You know what yeah. I mean? But I, I dropped off of that and then I was just doing pre-workouts. And then I, I just got to a point where I was like, ah, you know, the pre-workouts, I got, I just get so damn jittery during, yeah, during, you yeah, know, yeah. and then like the, like the beta alanine and stuff like that. And I just feel like I got fire ants crawling underneath the skin of my face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, this is not a good feeling. You know? <laughs> so, so I just stopped doing that. Now I just, I, take a multivitamin like what you were talking about like a men's daily and yeah. i do that for the same reason you know i just in case i'm missing something i want to cover right <laughs> right um no i i still take pre-workout because i i i like the caffeine i do but like there's stuff like depending on the pre-workout you get like some of them are mostly junk and like yeah you want a bunch of caffeine and you want to you want to feel like you're turning super saying you can take that, but like, yeah, uh, it gets, it gets some Mr. Hyde or something. And yeah. Like. yeah. Or, uh, there was one that I took. Oh man. It was called duality. Oh bro. That's suspect just from Dude, the name. So tell me why I was on the leg press machine. <laughs> I did four sets of like 560 pounds. Like I just, or not four sets, four reps right, on that right. stuff. And I was like, how did like, my i dude i was 
oh, my body was vibrating. It was, right. like, I, was I was resonating with the universe. That's just, like, it was, it was I am wild. in touch. Yeah, dude, I just I was like Neo in the Matrix, man. Like it was wild. Yeah. I was like, I'm never taking that again. Like uh freaking RJ and I, like, I don't know what we were on. I think I think it was even before the show, and I was just trying to get back into shape. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I got this one this week, or oh, I got this one this week, or oh, I got this one this week. I was like, why do you keep changing pre-workout? <laughs> and I didn't, I, I couldn't, I don't know why I couldn't buy my own, or I guess I wasn't, like, educated enough to get my own. But, like, yeah, we went through some wild flavors. Like, there's one, was it bucked up? Oh, the red canister. There's one that's, like, bucked up, and then there's one is like, bucked up AF or something like that. And that one's only carried in like specific stores. Like it's it like most stores don't carry AF version due to lawsuits, dude. Yeah, like <laughs> don't take that one. And I and like we took. Oh my, man, I could oh I could lift the rack. That's right, that's, yeah. how, that's how powerful I felt. Yeah. Oh man, oh never. Yeah, so the, I used to get you know it, when people start working out, one of the first things that they get is like the C four. Yeah. You know, that yeah. that's kind of everybody's go-to to start off with. And it's a good introduction, I suppose. It's yeah. packed with a bunch of fillers and stuff like that, but nobody knows any better. You know, you go to Walmart and you're like, I'm going to get this shit, you know, yeah. and you get that and you start with, and then upgraded from that. And I was like, I'll get this Mr. Hyde, you know, the, Ooh, like, yeah. the red cancer. And I, I took a, you know, a full dose of that, whatever that was scoop or two, however yeah. much it was. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I go to work out and it's like, <laughs> like 15 minutes into it like i'm like Argh! and then yeah. like, and then 15 minutes after that i crashed and then there was a point where i seriously considered just taking a nap underneath the bench press it was, like, <laughs> it, was, it was a real like mental conversation that i had i was like you know if i just knock out a nap real quick like i bet like nobody would notice That's wild. <laughs> like it's the most so hard off of that yeah i was like and i really considered it i was like if i just knock out a nap real quick like nobody's gonna notice like i'll just give me a little nap in and then and then you know i studied a little bit more and like got you know found like you know um uh jim stepani and like the gym supplements and stuff like that and that's that's more so what i gravitated towards and stuff like that because he's very transparent with his ingredients and stuff and, yeah. and yeah. he went to to school like specifically for formulating his yeah. supplements and stuff so i was like i was like I'll, I'll go with that you know is it like the most insane shit no but i know what the hell i'm consuming and that's right important to me <laughs> right like you're not you're not shaking up rocket fuel and drinking it yeah i don't have like drink. diesel fuel it's like <laughs> <laughs> i swear some of them i've taken and i'm just like what like i like like you know yeah all these crazy flavors and um i'm on um this brand that like it touts itself as more like a natural ingredient brand, but some of the, like I was, okay, let me say words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this brand is called be amazing or beam. Um, they have a protein, a vegan protein that's blueberry muffin. Oh, it like, if you close your eyes, you can taste the butter and the crust of the no muffin. shit. Like it, I mean, I, I take my shakes with almond milk. Cause again, can't do the, dairy. Yeah. Much. That's the best way to go dude. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, what? like, I didn't know they could taste as good. Like, you know, like just, I remember when I was fighting 18, 19 years old and we had the huge, like 
what is it like RX 3000 right, yeah. of protein? Yeah. And I was like, I didn't, almond milk wasn't a thing yet. So I was just taking like either dry scooping or like doing it out of the fountain. Yeah. Was, it was like, the, it was always like, you know, shitty chocolate, just like dirt. Yeah. You know, and I, uh, it's got all the aminos I need. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, I don't. Uh, you right. <laughs> just choking <laughs> down all this shit. You're like, I'm yeah. going <laughs> to. I'm going to be the biggest, baddest motherfucker. It's like, no, you can't breathe. That's your problem. (laughs) And you're taking like the horse pill, newt vitamin shit. Yeah. That's the most ridiculous shit. So, so you did Muay Thai? Yeah, that was, uh, that was my first uh, martial art, um, officially learning first martial art. Yeah. Nice. Um, Is that like a belt degree? Um, Muay Thai does not have a belt system. Like the original style didn't. And when it was brought to the United States, um, there's a lot of uh, companies. Well, I mean, I guess you could call them companies or gyms or dojos or whatever. They incorporate like a belt system or like an armband system to kind of establish some sort of rank to reflect experience. Yeah. Um, When I trained in it, there wasn't necessarily like a belt system, but there was definitely like, you know, okay, you're, an intermediate student you're an advanced student you're a beginner and we kind of just knew that and the group of guys that i trained with you know we trained with each other so much we were experienced and we knew each other super well so when someone new came in it was like okay like this person is clearly a novice or intermediate or what have you but traditionally muay thai doesn't have like a belt system but leave it to america that we need yeah. a status symbol of oh, yeah. <laughs> look what color belt belt i wear like <laughs> right i mean there's there's oh man you unlocked the martial arts conversation uh <laughs> there's there are styles where like the belt system was a thing and it's like okay this genuinely genuinely denotes this person's skill level yeah but with things happening in the United States, with the Olympics or whatever, it's like things had to be changed in order to appeal to people or like in order to get students, you have to water it down or you have to give them something to work for. And the grind is different now. It's about like mastering forms and making sure like your technique is pretty versus being able to land this kick or land this punch or having fought and actually applied your style. Like the, the, we're not, I said this to somebody the other day. We're not guarding a wagon from bandits anymore. <laughs> we're, you know, Timmy's mom has to take him to practice so she can get her hair done. Like that's right. where we're at now. <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. So it's the, the it's it, the game. The game has literally changed. You know. Yeah, and and martial arts is is you know relatively new to me. You know especially with like the, you know, UFC getting to the point that it is. And yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I, because now it's like, these guys are superhuman. Yeah. You know what I mean? That are fighting these days. And I grew up watching boxing and stuff like that. And I thought, you know, my mindset for so many years was boxing was just kind of like the, the, the peak athleticism mm-hmm. and, you know, in, in certain camps it is, you know, if you're a boxer and yeah. you're the best boxer, you're going to be the best boxer you know but but if you're in the ufc boxing is only going to take you so far because if somebody takes you to the ground like what the fuck are you gonna do (laughs) you know what i mean but so muay thai is what like a kickboxing type of so it uses the muay thai um classic line is it's the art of eight limbs 
you using your fists, your feet, uh, your knees, and your elbows. Okay. Um, follow that as of eight. Yeah. Um, it used to be nine. You used to be able to do headbutts. <laughs> you used to be able to do headbutts, but they changed that and the more modern rule sets. Right. Um, right. People compare it to kickboxing, but again, it's another one of those things that's like Muay Thai is not kickboxing. Kickboxing is just like the umbrella term of like, oh, I can also kick when I punch. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So I'll get I'll get my face kicked off if I say Muay Thai is kickboxing. Oh, if you if you went to like a true Thai school or Thai camp and you said that you would you would get your shit wrong. right. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm in Thailand. I'm like, so you guys are just what? <laughs> like, oh, you guys are just kickboxing. Eat an elbow, eat a knee. <laughs> they're they're kicking down bamboo shoots and shit. Oh yeah, man. Oh man. Yeah, I watched it, you know. I'll fall down, you know, I'm, I'm human. I fall down those Facebook rabbit holes. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're watching some beast of an 11-year-old girl kicking yeah. down trees yeah. in, the, in the woods. You're like, what are you doing? There's like, one There's one video that was super popular. It was like this Russian boxer that was like punching through trees. She's just, blah, 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 blah. And her dad was like throwing pads at her. And she was, yeah. Right. <laughs> How do uh, I? <laughs> she, yeah, like, dude, we had Barney. This chick could whoop my ass. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Did, so, did you ever like compete? In oh Muay Thai? yeah. Um, I uh, I fought in the ring. Uh, ooh, I was eighteen, nine. No, I was nineteen. I fought in the ring. No shit. And, so this is brand new for me. I didn't know this. No, yeah, this uh, it was a part of that gap, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was. Uh, it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which I I do not like the state of Oklahoma. <laughs> it's a strange gonna, place, man. I'm I'm sorry if any of your listeners are from the OK. You know, if you want <laughs> to hang out and like it's better, please change my mind because that's it right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't like Oklahoma. Prove me wrong, God. Prove me wrong, please. Prove me wrong. <laughs> um. It was in this. Uh. It was uh. I think it was in a Marriott, or something. I was. I was super nervous, you know, I was still going through a bunch of stuff at home. And like, um, I first round, I was just super strong, super nervous, blew all of my adrenaline the first round. Yeah. Second round, I was already huffing. <laughs> like, I was just trying to like do whatever I could. Yeah. And, and then with the third round, the guy like gets me in a headlock and just does this like dumb move where he's like tapping my head. And I'm like, the judge didn't or not the judge, the ref didn't call like us to break. Um, And another thing was what the dude I was fighting was left handed and like that tripped me up. Oh, right, right, right. Because of the reverse stance. Yeah. Um, And uh, it was just a lot going on. And I remember like. I remember finishing that fight and I came, I crashed down so hard from the adrenaline. Like I just started bawling. Like I was just like, ah! like I just couldn't oh, yeah. function. Cause right. it was, just, the crash was so intense. Like it just was not like somebody put a cold towel over me to try to like get me calm down. Like, <laughs> like you got to relax, man. And I was like, dude, I can't, I physically can't relax right now. <laughs> oh man. But I, I fought, I've cornered before. Um, I've, uh, I've been to several events and I've uh, I've gone to some fun seminars. Um, are you familiar with uh, oh, what is his name? 
Oh, this fighter. I can see him in my head. Hold on. I have the internet next to me. You have what? The internet next to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, hold on. Uh, so, oh, so are you familiar with the fighter TJ Dillashaw? Yes. Not familiar, but I've heard the name. You've heard so, the name? No. <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, do you know him? Do you guys hang out? Do you? <laughs> Dude, he's right here next to me. Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> Um, but his coach, uh, Dwayne Ludwig, actually did a seminar here in Junction City. No shit. Um, and a trainer, and Dwayne Ludwig is the what the he was trained by um, Boss Rutten, who's an extremely high level, like amazing fighter. Um, if you want to ever want to look him up, uh, but Dwayne Ludwig, that seminar was amazing. He was uh, MMA and kickboxing champ for a real long time he got coach of the year like five years ago three four or five years ago no shit um and i have pictures of that and that seminar was really cool it was very like he he was a a practical joker like he would like you're in the middle of a set with somebody and you're like throwing punch or whatever he just come up behind you be like bah! And like he <laughs> shit out of you you know you're like okay where where where'd coach ludwig go where did he go right <laughs> Get out of here. sneaking up behind you about to sucker punch you oh yeah no like you think i'm <laughs> joke dude now nah, he was a great great guy and then i've trained in other styles too just muay thai is my baby like that was my first style that's the one that i feel like i put the most work into but um if you ever get serious about martial arts definitely cross train like don't don't listen to that old school knucklehead coach that's like my style is the best because he's wrong. right yeah yeah <laughs> he's wrong yeah it's like could you imagine graduating high school only reading one textbook like that's right, not yeah. gonna happen like, yeah just 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 do just do geometry no, right you don't need anything just geometry yeah fuck history like you don't yeah, need yeah. Like, <laughs> my geometry is the best it'll get you where yeah, you're going yeah, that's literally the mark like that's literally what martial arts is like there are so many old headmasters that are just like you see this more in like the traditional styles versus more of like the MMA gyms, obviously, but or the more modern gyms. A lot of the old heads are like, no, my style works. You don't need to practice boxing. You don't need to take Muay Thai. Like I trained with a Taekwondo guy who I hold in very high regard. He passed away a few years ago. Master uh, Bobby. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, he was uh, kind of like a grandfather I never had, but he had some wild stories. But anyway, he was very like, oh, I don't like Muay Thai. Because he would make fun of the stance all the time. And he'd be, like, he'd tell me that I was slow, my kicks, and I'm just like, it's a different style. He's like, no, Morris, you don't. He was half Korean, half Irish. So, like. That's an odd ooh. mixture. I know, right? Like that's Maybe not odd. Maybe that's a poor choice of words. It's, it's unusual. Yeah, like you you don't hear about it much in the states. Like, right? <laughs> he he had a temper though. Like, don't you did not want to piss him off. That's the Irish side. Yeah, <laughs> um, but he was. Oh man, he talked shit on like every fighting style except for except for boxing because he was he was like that age where he came up in the seventies. So of course boxing was like peak, and then he right. was a uh, he was old school taekwondo where they had like. There was a lot of um, definitely a huge difference between how that style moves versus like modern or Olympic Taekwondo, where it's focused on like more kicks than anything else. Right. And and I'm sure, you know, learning a discipline like Muay Thai or any sort of martial arts, I'm sure that 
helps translate into you know real world experience of just getting up every day going to the gym oh yeah and, and getting up every day going to work and yeah and shit like that you know it doesn't just stop with going to you know a, a training camp or a seminar right. or a dojo or something like that that right things like that always help you know especially especially younger kids just learn that discipline of not mm-hmm. only learning a fighting style but having the discipline to believe in yourself to get up and make shit happen every right. single day making stuff happen and realizing what your body's capable of because there's there's a lot of kids nowadays who like are very sedentary it does it's not even that oh they're just playing video games all the time like no like they're just they're literally like not moving or they're not going outside or they're not being any sort of active and that in turn slows down the growth process or even stunts it yeah Um, it's i'm I'm lost words again It's, it's just a matter of like if a kid can get up and go run outside or go like, you know, hit the, go to the gym or, uh, you know, go to the dojo or like go to recess. Like I didn't realize how important recess is right, right. <laughs> for a child's physical development. It's one of the things I, I looked into in my kinesiology degree. Okay. It's, it's um, like if a child doesn't run around and become active, they're going to slow down. They're not going to grow as strong or as fast. Their bones aren't going to grow correctly. Oh, it's, yeah. it's there's even a disorder that's like, I think it's like nature deficit. Dis- like it's a real thing. Nature deficit disorder where like if a child or a person doesn't go outside like at all, like, like never, right. like it's, it's detrimental to your health. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so many different factors that go into, you know, like you were saying, you know, doing, you know, um, physically active things, you know, lifting heavy things. Like people make fun of like weightlifting and stuff like that. It was like, okay. So you picked up something heavy and put it back down. It's like, no, you don't understand when you lift something heavy and you put it back down is like seemingly is, is trivial, but you're helping to create a bone density. So when you reach, 50 55 years old you don't have these weak and brittle bones as much i mean of course time's going to catch up with you but you don't have to you know deteriorate at such a young age you know right yeah (laughs) you can be 75 years old you know like my 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 grandfather now you know he can get out there and you know get after it with the best of them and that's because he was he was a drill sergeant for 23 years he worked road construction after that he's always been active he's always done shit but now you see kids and and the other day me and my wife were coming back from somewhere we were driving back and we were talking about kids being sedentary living sedentary lifestyles and stuff like that and and she was saying something and i was opposing her point just for conversation really yeah because i'm argumentative yeah. i'm childish in that way <laughs> and walking said, a thin line with your wife bro but keep yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a great relationship i'm not ruining <laughs> she's such a great person i'm such a piece of shit Um, (laughs) no and and i i was telling her we were on our way back to the house and i said i said as we're driving home point out a kid on their bicycle any kid any kid i don't care i don't care how old there wasn't a single kid outside let alone on a bike playing basketball nothing when we were when we were kids you and i it was like you knew where all your friends were because there were seven bicycles laying in the front yard. Right. And you right. knew that all your friends were at that house, you know? Right. 
now you don't have a fucking clue unless you join their game chat on xbox yeah. <laughs> you know oh, oh is this bobby on fortnite yeah i'm gonna get on <laughs> yeah. oh man i logged in and it's 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 wild because it's not even like the game's fault per se i mean it is but it isn't right, right, right. like like it's appealing it's got bright colors it's like oh it's in your face it's yeah. free so you have to ask your parents for it you know your yeah. parents are already paying for internet access so you can just get on the game yeah and hang out or whatever and like it it feeds into that social aspect and it feeds into that reward system because it's like you you shoot your best friend and it's like 100 xp right. points, <laughs> gold gun and you do like a dumb dance yeah and then, exactly. and then you're good like like it's 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 you don't you don't see kids out there exploring. No. It's like, remember the woods behind my house? Let's go. Hold on, do that. Y'all, you're fucking, you're a wimp. Oh, I guess I got to go check it out now. Like, you know. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing climbing a fucking tree? Crazy. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> how did you go on top of the house? What the fuck? Right, exactly. But, you know, and, and this is, you know, the thing that I, I noticed, you know, watching my kids play like Fortnite and stuff like that. Yeah. And there there's no difference between what you experience playing Fortnite and what adults experience playing slot machines. Yeah. It's it's the sounds, it's the colors, it's yeah. it's hitting this reward system in your brain. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's mathematically formulated to trigger these different chemical yeah. responses. And you're uh -huh. like, oh, I'm doing a thing. You know, yeah. even if you're playing like penny slots at the slot machine, you get 10 cents. You're like, oh my God, did you see what I just did? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's such it's a, a it's that reward system. It's like, oh, win, 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 yeah. win. You know, it's a it's a bizarre thing that that yeah. kids are experiencing especially when the pandemic hit, you know, oh, and, yeah. man, with, you know, the, there was a direct correlation with, you know, suicide rates and the, the opioid epidemic and, and yeah. things that people are experiencing with the, the pandemic and stuff like that. And it's, it's so sad to see people just kind of, you know, going down those drains and mm -hmm. not because they want to, it's because they were kind of forced into this. Yeah. You know? It's, it definitely like, when I is my therapist that said that somebody I, I either had a deep conversation well I mean I try to have deep conversation with my therapist because that's the whole point but like <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember if it's my therapist or not but someone told me like just the pandemic and how everything was locked down and whatever it it accelerated a lot of like your close relationships yeah. And if you knew, like, if the relationship was going to end and in a negative way, the pandemic and the lockdown definitely accelerated that. Oh, wow. I went through a very hard breakup oh, back so in November because of it. No, it's it's cool, man. I'm healing. Da -da -da -da. But, you know, some people's relationships grew that much stronger because they were they they had to hang out you know what i mean like yeah. they had to they had to truly get to know this other person or like they had to stay inside and be sedentary and they couldn't go out and do anything or they couldn't experience the world in a way in which they enjoyed it you know what i'm saying like it yeah was, you're you're being forced to face the decisions that you've made like, over time yeah way faster yeah. Then, you know, the normal rate. Yeah. Cause if you, if you had a friend that you're just kind of friendly with, you know, every once in a while or, or whatever, or you're in a relationship where, you know, you kind of check on, you know, check in with one another, you know, how was work? Work was great. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, uh -huh. whatever the case is, 
And then all of a sudden, like you don't have much to talk about because the entire fucking world is shut down. Yeah. And then now, like, what is your topic of conversation? You're going to run out of things to talk about. And then you, you, you quickly realize that you don't have as much in common as what you thought you did. Right. And it's such a sobering experience because you, you know, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, you're not the person I thought you were. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, again, I'm an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert in that battery, right? Right, She super extrovert, amazing extrovert. When I heard the lockdown was going on, I was like, hell yeah, I'm going to stay home, play video games all day. Dope. Like, I'm (laughs) good. Yeah. And then she was like, I can't go out. I can't do this. I can't. I was like, okay, well, you need to pace yourself or whatever. And it was before, like, they were allowing people to, like, hang out in small groups. Like, it was very, like, okay, you had to basically like put a gun to somebody else's head and be like, are you vaccinated? You vaccinated? Right. Yeah. You vaccinated? <laughs> all right, cool. All right, cool. You vaccinated. All right, you can come over. All right. Like we can yeah. hang out for five, 10 minutes or whatever. Or like, uh, what, uh, freaking my last partner was into sewing. So she was visiting her friend or no, 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 I'm sorry. Her friend came to visit. Her friend from Arizona came to visit. Her like best, bestie, bestie from college came to visit. And I think uh, I think she was at risk or like her dad was having a surgery and like they couldn't risk it. So my previous partner made like a plastic suit that she could wear to hug her friend. Oh, wow. Like it went that far. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was, you know, like I said, you you realize how far you're willing to push in a relationship. And yeah. like realizing like, okay, this is what I want from this relationship or this is what's going to make me happy. Yeah. And just that, like, we both kind of realized like, or I realized after the break, I was like, oh, like the reason things happen is because I wasn't getting what I needed in the relationship. You know what right. I mean? And, and in turn, I did something negative and it kind of sprawled out of control. So, yeah. yeah. Oof. The, the, <laughs> the pandemic was was really weird in that way. oh yeah yeah you, know, you you not only did we learn a lot about other people but we learned a lot about ourselves because yeah. like what you were saying when the pandemic was you know like gearing up per se and and i i kind of had the same reaction i was like oh we're gonna shut down like this is fucking great <laughs> yeah <know>? because <laughs> like you know rest in peace anybody that lost their lives uh, yeah and stuff like that but you know like I've been, I've been working since I was a teenager. You know, I've had a family yeah. since I was 17 years old. You know, yeah. my first son was born when I was 17 years old and I was working before then. I was working yeah. full time while going to high school and stuff like that. So when the pandemic hit, I was fortunate enough to be in a position to where I took five weeks off of working and I just kind of shut down shop for five weeks and I did nothing. I stayed at home with my wife and my kids and me and my wife been watched Dexter and like all kinds of shit. Yeah. The most glorious fucking experience See, I've that's ever what I'm saying. Had. That's it, what I'm saying. Like it accelerated you in a positive way. And that's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. I, I couldn't ask for anything better than a global yeah. pandemic. <laughs> so. I'm I do. I'm super happy for you. Little, little pictures like catching you and your family are so like I don't use the word cute very often because I don't I don't whenever I say the word cute it doesn't sound right but like even no I see what you're saying no I appreciate it you're a really cute family man <laughs> yeah th- thank you yeah I did, yeah me me and my wife are celebrating our uh, 12 year anniversary next Ooh, Wednesday nice 12 years so 
yeah so it, it was such a a glorious experience to just sit at home with my wife for five weeks and we just enjoyed each other's company and you know i i had the benefit that a lot of people don't have where you know i met my wife in high school you know i went to the alternative school because i was a piece of shit and um <laughs> go on with the story (laughs) and uh and so i i met her there and um and she's not a piece of shit that's not why she was there she just missed too many days of school (laughs) she's she's an amazing person and um and we met there and we grew up together you know what i mean like we had we had the benefit of growing up together so not only are we like in this relationship of being you know married and stuff like that but we're best fucking friends and that's the best thing that anybody could ever ask for i wouldn't change it for the fucking world so when you know the pandemic hit and i was like you know we're gonna take time off like this is great like we're (laughs) we're gonna finally finish dexter and like we're gonna watch all these shows that we've been watching (laughs) shit like that that's amazing yeah it was so great amazing so what kind of are you a podcast guy um i yeah it's funny to bring it up my last partner got me into podcasts because it (laughs) i don't mean to disrespect (laughs) you but like before her i was like oh podcasts are just listening to the radio that's offline that's fucking boring like that that was my thought process i was like who the fuck listens to podcasts yeah but um I, I do listen to a few podcasts. There are some podcasts she turned me on to. Um, there was a, a D&D podcast about some brothers and their dad, like playing D&D to stay together as a family that they started. Oh, wow. Um, it's super popular podcast. It's um, now I can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> the Adventure Zone. Uh, it's the McElroy brothers and their dad. Um, they're on their like fifth or sixth season. Um, their first show, though, is another show that she kind of turned me on to but didn't really like. Uh, it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me, where they they used to take questions from like, remember uh, Yahoo Answers and like the MSN like message boards and stuff. Okay, where yeah. Ask random stuff. Yeah. Uh, they would they would go on those message boards and like just answer random shit in like the weirdest <laughs> way. <laughs> and it's so, like it sounds funny, but like you have to listen to the episode and it's hilarious. That's amazing. Uh, they also keep up with like food news, like fast food news. And again, that sounds weird, <laughs> but it's super funny because like, like, did oh, you hear the McRib is back? Yeah, like shit like that. <laughs> um, there was another, there's a medical podcast. Again, it's the same McElroy family, but it's like um one of the brothers, they're all comedians, but like all the brothers are comedians. And then the, that one brother's wife is like a real doctor, like a medically light, like a legit ass doctor. And they'll look up diseases and they'll just break it down as to like why, you know, this, that, and the other. Um, That's crazy. What about like a true crime or anything like that? You into stuff like she that? She was super into true crime. I would catch a few episodes. There were some podcasts that I was okay with, but like some of the stuff was hitting too close to home. And I was like, oh, I'm not. Oh, right, right. That yeah um some of them get dark and you're like oh good lord yeah and i'm like (laughs) i gotta turn it up right um there's um there's one video game podcast that i love uh it's uh how did this get played um they would play they would purposely buy like weird and shitty like awkward video games and then play them for a week and then break the game down and be like okay what i like about it what did i not like about it um what why was this weird or like you know just strange things and then they have guests on the show they would force the guests to play the game and then they would all talk <laughs> about it 
Um, and then they have a segment like in the middle of the show. It's it's like 70 seconds in gaming heaven where they talk about a game they're like really into for like 70 seconds. And then they have to get in, go into gaming hell where they talk about the <laughs> shitty game that they played. <laughs> they talk about playing E.T. and shit. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, there's. um, And then I, I have my phone next to me. I don't know why I'm like looking off into space. I can just look at my phone and tell you the pocket. I thought you had like a chart next to you. No, no, I'm not that <laughs> like prepared. a marker board. I think I'm no, no, no. This one. these are the points I'm going to hit today. No. <laughs> um, I mean, I listen to NPR cause I'm old. Uh, right. <laughs> um, some coaching podcast I was really into NPR life kit is pretty nice. Cause like, there's like little shit about adulting that you don't know. You can just listen to Life Kit and it'll have like, okay, you know, how to exercise when you don't have a little bit of time or like how to calm right. down or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Bill Nye's got a podcast called Science Rules and it's- Does he really? Miss. Yeah, he does. I didn't know that. I, I saw when he had his Netflix series, um, what was it called? Well, Bill Nye Saves the World, I think. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's, yeah. But he was like, he was talking to people like you and I that grew up on him. He was talking yeah. to us like we were adults and he was like yeah. cussing and everything. And I was like, yeah, he was like, the fucking, <laughs> he's like the fucking earth is burning. Yeah. I was like, Bill, <laughs> I was like oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta relax, Bill. I was like, damn. <laughs> uh, other movie review podcasts. Um, you ever listen to um, why press play? Nah, nah. What's that about? I never listened to it, but <laughs> <laughs> he it, it's a it's a guy that I listen to. Um, like I'm I'm real big into like conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Gotcha. It, it, it's it's super entertaining. But this this guy that does a conspiracy podcast called uh, those conspiracy guys, he had a, uh, another podcast called Why Press Play, and it was just talking about movies or video games or whatever why you should start the movie or why you should start playing the game or whatever the case is i'm not sure if it's okay. still active or whatever but it was it was really good i gotta i gotta check that out yeah um, yeah it was there's solid. one there's one podcast that i listen to that fascinates me but it's kind of it might it it probably sounds boring but it's fascinating once you start it um, there's a guy that researches composers and music from old video games from like the no 8 shit. bit and 16 bit era. And he'll, each episode is like a mood or like a scene or something. Right. Or like there was a July 4th episode where he had like all of the Japanese songs that sounded American or like they were for right. the American character. Yeah. And mostly it's like butt rock and like ska and shit. Yeah, but like it's it was just fascinating where he could surround it around a mood. It was like, oh, it's deep mystical forest, and it's all these songs and different composers from several games. Or it's like Evil Castle, da 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 da. Or I think he's he had some like Super Mario specific episodes, or like zombies, or like whatever. It's just it's fascinating because it's definitely like the mood of whatever the topic is, and it's these all these games that have amazing composers and amazing people who push those consoles to the limit with the limited amount of hardware that they had at the time yeah which was very little 
Oh yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah. that's kind of the unsung hero of, you know, some games and their, their storylines and stuff like that is, you know, you can have like character to character interactions and stuff like that. But you know, the thing that takes it from, you know, one character talking to another and it's just a normal conversation to where it's like kind of like a creepy or, you know, suspenseful conversation is the music score behind it. Right. How are you supposed to feel? Is this kind of the same thing that happens in horror movies and stuff like Mm -hmm. that? Or, you know, comedies don't really have that luxury of, of having that, that um that kind of musical score behind them but Mm -hmm. it it just kind of pushes you into a mood of hey you're supposed to feel this now yeah so so that's kind of what they do is is break that down then oh yeah he he he'll the guy's got like a sweet and sultry voice he's like hey guys welcome to singing mountain with, <laughs> i don't even remember his name i'm bob he's, ross and... yeah like uh, uh, painting happy trees and listening to music like he's he, he's like he's like today's episode surrounds uh sunrise and a, a racetrack or something like, just something. <laughs> like it's just like and then it's like a lot of like racing and like pumped music and then like you can hear like oh he the the driver's going over a hill and the sun's coming up and it's very like beautiful and open and like pure sounding i guess is the word for it like it's it's just a lot of like he does it very well but he i think he slowed down a little bit because of the pandemic oh right but uh it's it just i don't even remember how i stumbled on that podcast i think it was just adjacent to like one of my other video game podcast and it was like why not listen to singing mountain and i was like okay (laughs) kind of fall down that rabbit hole where you're just in the mood one day and you're just like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna follow Uh this and this (laughs) yeah um uh, speaking of uh you were saying like how music affects mood and games media whatever there was one video game that i was amazed by and i cannot remember what it's called (laughs) but um the whole game has no dialogue there's no text like no like speaking between characters or anything the yeah. game is purely visual and cutscenes and music yeah and colors and beautiful things i mean there is gameplay and like when you pick up an item like the game tells you what it is like it's you know right but the whole game nothing is spoken but you know what's going on and it was a very beautiful experience all due to the the musical score behind oh. it the music, the visuals, the, the, the triggering of the lights. And you're just like, oh, like, like, I, I don't remember if I just bought the game on a whim or if it was like, um, like a games with gold, like free title one day. And I was oh, like, screw right, it. Yeah. I'm not playing anything. You know, I'm trying this. And I just, I fell in love with the game and now I'm mad that I don't remember what it was called. Well, that's kind of, that's one of the things that I like about, you know, watching your streams and stuff like that is you play games that. I mostly have never heard of. You were playing a game one time where it was like an intern, like it was like oh yeah, intern or something like that. <laughs> that uh, that was um uh, uh going under. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, so you you play for me what I would call obscure games, but it's probably not because I'm a basic bitch when it comes to video games. I play things like Battlefield and Call of Duty. Oh but, no, you're. you're- <laughs> So, so when I see you playing games and stuff like that, and you know, I go on there, I always like and share your stream and stuff like that because other people need to see what you know Morris has going on, and and all that. But I don't really know what the hell is going on because I didn't really come up on those games. So I usually just say some random shit in the chat because <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But <clears throat> excuse me, but yeah, you you play really obscure games, and but you 
you give inside info on what's going on and you break it down as you're playing and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it's always, it's always a great watch. I just, I try to do that because like, I, as a kid, that's all I did. You know, I would sit in front of the TV in front of my yeah. Nintendo, my PlayStation, whatever. And like my mom or my sister would sit behind me and I would just rattle off information. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> this guy does a fireball and this guy kicks like this or this, you know? Yeah. And they're and like, whatever, course, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like five, 10 minutes later, like they're taking a nap behind me. And of course I get mad, but you know. <laughs> but now you've got you've got such a following on on Facebook and stuff like that. I was just looking earlier to see how many how many people followed um, you know GGE and everything, and I was like, holy shit! You're you're legitimately building a community based around things yeah. that you love, and it's such a genuine thing that you're you're curating. I just, I just that you know that old like corny ass phrase where it's like oh if you you love your job you don't work a day in your life huh? right you know? <laughs> it's, it's, i used to, i i used to hate that quote i used to hate it yeah you're right so much oh yeah. man but like it, it it has some validity to it because like i i stream three times a week you know we i try to record and then edit and then have or help my editor edit and have I like having videos out like Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And I just I enjoy doing it because it's a part of something I love doing. Yeah. Granted, you're gonna have those moments where I'm like pushing through a stream where I'm just like, oh, I don't really feel like playing this game or whatever. Yeah. Or like I really don't feel like doing this, but I'm like pushing myself to do it. And I I'm kind of afraid of like that one day where I'm just like, screw it. I'm just not going to do anything for like a week. And then that turns into a month and then that turns into whatever. Like I don't will piss off a lot of people. Don't do it. Oh no. I don't. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to avoid that. But, uh, uh yeah, but you know, you, you have, you have great content as, as far as your, your, your gaming, your your gains and the energy drinks and then you 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 and rj do like the you know spicy foods and stuff like that like you you guys mix it up and you you don't let it get stale you know as soon as you think like oh they're gonna do this thing you switch it up we're gonna do something a little different you know whether it's whether it's changing the type of game or changing whatever the content is for the day and then on top of that you stay on top of your social media you don't let that get stale you don't let people wait around for you you're 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 feeding people more and more information you let you let people know what you have going on and and that's really the the key to keeping people interested in what you have going on and what you have going on you and rj alike is super interesting and it's super helpful to more people than what you probably realize especially more than the people that have reached out to you yeah i just i I every every direction I turn, like no matter the content, no matter what you're saying or doing, like consistency is the most important thing. Working out with learning something new, playing video games and like sharing it with the world, hopefully, uh, you know, like right. Yeah, it's it's consistency. It's just being there, you know, relationships. It's consistency. It's being there, you know, yeah. it's learn like school being there. It's. Yeah, that's that's my priority, you know, and speaking of school being 30 years old and going back to school is not a feat that's trivial. Like, that's crazy. Like, 
are you getting overwhelmed with any of this or is it just like this is something that i have to do i'm gonna do it so i was i was scared out of my mind like i you yeah. know i uh oh i went back end of 2019 i think so fall 2019 you know pandemic hadn't even thought of you know yeah. i was talking to my again previous partner like can you help me do this can you tell me what i need to do because she was college graduate okay uh very intelligent uh if you want some kind of point of reference, she had a degree in uh, behavioral neuroscience. So yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very book smart. Um, but um, I was like, I don't know what I want to do in my life, but I know I'm supposed to do something. I know I'm like, as cheesy as it sounds like I know I'm supposed to be great at something. I don't know what it is. So I got into like, I figured out how to get into K state. I'm older than everybody on campus. I'm older than like some of even the instructors, not necessarily, <laughs> not the professors, but like yeah, some of the GTAs and like the, the other uh, workers and the like. And I'm just like, okay, let me just stay quiet, you know, yeah. get on campus, get to class, get to my lectures and whatever else. And then I was like, dude, I'm not going to proceed at all if i don't make any friends so then i was like making friends and getting through classes and kind of being my own person and it you you get in your own head about your age i mean you're 30 you get it you know yeah it's, yeah it's it's real easy to be like oh i'm the oldest person on campus like my opinion doesn't matter or these kids don't know anything or <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah um but it's 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 you're, you're like you get in as much as you get out of it you know like right. of course i'm not getting like the traditional college experience but like you put in the work you're gonna get that piece of paper that says hey i know this thing right <laughs> exactly know, regardless so, yeah yeah I, was, I put in the work rough. i put in the hours you know uh -huh. you know just because i'm 30 years old doesn't make what i learned any less valuable than what exactly. other people learned you know, exactly. But a lot of people would think that, you know, I'm 30 years old. What the fuck am I doing? I'm going back to school. And you're like, fuck it. I'm doing it. Yeah, like <laughs> I just like I said, like I was super scared, but I was like, I can't I can't stop where I'm at right now. Like I was what a pharmacy tech for three years. And I prior to that, I worked uh customer service for seven so like i was 10 oh, years in retail and i was just like i can't do this man like I just, yeah you know. yeah yeah it, mean, it, it doesn't make for a real happy existence when you're you know coming up on you know you turn 40 45 years old and you're like fuck what am i doing yeah <laughs> you know oh, you're you're a department manager oh snap like don't get me wrong there are some amazing people that work retail there are some amazing people who like you know, they're just, they're good at it and they enjoy that. And I, I do not. <laughs> yeah. That's probably what their interest is. You know what yeah. I mean? It, but if you're, you know, an introvert and stuff like that, you know, you probably don't have, you know, the, the interest of being in customer service where you have to deal with talking to people yeah. all day. Cause it, it is draining. You know what I mean? And I, I tell that to my wife too. I'm, you know, if we go to Walmart and I come back, I'm like, I'm fucking exhausted. Like I'm tired. You know, yeah. it was just around a bunch of people and I felt like they were stealing my energy the entire yeah. time. <laughs> you know? Uh I went to Planet Comic Con, like the big like nerd event in Kansas City. Um, one year again, my previous partner and I, we uh we got the special like three day pass, like the fast 
pat it's called the fast pass where it's like the expensive one where you get to like the vip seats and you get like all the oh, wow. goodie bags and shit and all that right. stuff a couple years ago and uh we went all three days and like first day i was good i was fresh i had my costume on i was like yes yeah, great i'm having fun but right yeah second day i was like okay no problem i can do this i'm good third day i was like fuck everyone like i want to go home this is stupid yeah this is dumb like oh my god everything that you enjoy is now a chore for some reason (laughs) dude and then like don't ever get food at con always leave con and come back because like you will get i had some of the saddest ramen i've ever had in my life like it was it was worse than like the instant meru chan like it was worse than top rock they're popping it out of the microwave they're like here you go (laughs) they had like a they had like a hot dog trolley with ramen in it the the words hot dog trolley really depressed me when you like like you know how you have like the thing you push and you open the lid and there's gonna be hot dogs floating in that bitch no there was ramen (laughs) and they had like the tongs and shit they were just slapping no No. you're like are we in prison like what happened (laughs) I was like, what did I do? What was my sentence? Where's my jumpsuit? Like, it right, was exactly. terrible. It was, t- dude, I was so mad. Oh, so mad. And you like, paid $32 was- for that? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. I was so pissed off. Oh. Well, listen, Morris, you're one of the most genuine people that I've ever met in my life. You're a great person. You're doing amazing things on social media with the GGE on Facebook, YouTube, you know, Thank Twitch you, and all that good stuff. Anything that you want to plug before we get out of here? Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to find me, my channel, we are Games, Gains, and Energy Drinks on YouTube. Uh, we have a, a Twitch page called official underscore GGE. Uh, we have a link tree. Uh, L-I-N-K tr.ee slash official underscore gge i don't say that out loud very often so it's kind of hard to remember but um uh, our facebook page games gains and energy drinks dash gge if you want to find us anywhere the link tree link is everything our youtube is up our twitch is up uh find us hit us like us please like favor subscribe tell your friends tell your family tell that awkward uncle you have um <laughs> tell everybody please and thank you man Glad yeah you sure. you got merch and everything so yeah yeah we are all uh, stream lab store uh i personally have some of the uh, tank top that's really cool and i'm wearing like this hoodie print that we made i don't know if we're gonna make this official yet but we're still working on this one. phenomenal but, man yeah man thanks for having me dude like Morris, i am yeah thanks for being here man it's a great conversation we would definitely do it again in the future if you want to Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure we that. have a ton of more things that we get get into. So. Oh yeah. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Oh.